0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Wild Fergie Do. I am Olu Jimmy. Joined today by a couple of friends. Mr. Francis and the man who loves to introduce himself.
1: True aka Papitulo.
0: I don't know why every time you say those aka's, I always expect more. <laughs> more than just one or two. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah,
1: I got to keep people guessing, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the pod. How's everyone been? It feels like it's been like a whole year since we recorded. Uh, happy
1: New Year, man. Happy, happy, happy New, New Year. year.
2: To what with you. do, fine.
1: Yep. A few of us um, spent uh, Christmases in Nigeria. <laughs>
0: <laughs> De- 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 you if yeah, you know what, you know what, it took me a quick seconds to get this, the part of a few of us. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it,
2: was, it was fun, man. Any, anything, to get, anything to get away from Canada for I was uh, yeah. yeah, always, always jumping in. <laughs>
0: man's 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 geo 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 tags was glitching. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Uh, the frauds walk among us.
2: (laughs) You're 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 original. Nigeria Uh, wants
1: still, but um,
2: uh, glad to be back. Twenty twenty. Let's see.
1: Did you carry a brief? uh, Empty papers. (laughs) Empty papers with you? Are you in
2: Nigeria? Nah, man. I, I I I was going to use yours. <laughs> <Mine>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I how dare you? How dare you? You, you <laughs> left before me now, so you already had a briefcase there. Sounds uh, yes. uh, like Jimmy Jimmy spent it in, in Canada. How how was in, uh, how how was it in Canada?
0: Bruh. Was it, it was Gucci. It was Gucci Main, man, bruh. it was, was Gucci Mane minus minus forty or something. But it's been nice, though. I can't even fault, fault Canada, man. Like, it's been nice. It's been, like, it's been nice for the past week and a half. Knock on wood. Don't jinx it. And it looks like the weather is going to be nicer for the next couple of weeks. So, let's see where that goes. But Christmas was 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 okay. It was okay? It was it was very, very cold, man. That's what I mean by it's okay. Very, very oh, cold. Colder man. than usual.
2: I can't, I can't relate, man. I can't relate. <laughs>
0: Of course, <laughs>
1: you can't, <laughs> <laughs> Francis. I reached really made
0: to while I was in Lagos.
1: You were not yeah. available. Yo, how man, did, how, man, did, how I, did that I, phone call
0: go, Landry? What phone <laughs> which, call? which area code did you dial when you were trying to reach out to Francis? <laughs> he was only
1: available on his Canadian number, you know, which I found <laughs> odd, but I didn't press the issue.
2: Yeah, you, even when you're in Nigeria, you barely call people though. It's just WhatsApp, like you can call WhatsApp on your Canadian number. If you travel a lot, you would know that, you know. <laughs> but but um, it, it it is what it is. I uh, uh, yeah, Larry. They did want it to hang out, man. You know when when you're spending time with family and all that priorities, man. You know. But it is
0: what it is. <laughs> it is what my it
1: guy, is. Uh, my, my guy, my guy invoked
0: be... invoked family.
1: <laughs> it's all fam.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you're nice, man. We should be back soon, though. And would make sure. Oh, we'd be you're first. still out? Oh, wait, okay. you're still there? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, we should, we should be back in Nigeria
0: soon. Oh, oh yeah. okay, 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 okay. Of Bye, course, yeah. we're, we're back in
2: Canada now. like, well, what Oh, okay. About? Yeah, I was like,
0: yeah.
2: We should be back in uh, back in Nigeria <laughs> soon again. And we will be sure to, you know, at least give the fans a, a photo of us. <laughs> so, you know, a couple of the, of the, of the co-hosts. Yeah, sure. Uh, Perhaps even record in Nigeria. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, glad to be back. Glad to be back.
0: Uh, uh, anyways, United has been on like a tremendous run so, uh, lately. Um, I think... I don't know where this stands in the fact uh, in, in, in the context of like our previous coaches, but I feel like this has just been a very tremendous run. I think we've won eight in a row at home. Um, I don't know how many of the last 15 we've won, actually. Um, but it's been a good run of form. It's almost gotten to the point where I expect a win when we step on the field. It's been a long time since that's, that's actually crossed my mind in terms of being a United fan. But that it's been good to see. Um, there's been a couple of... The last one we played was against Everton. I think, you know, we all thought that was going to be a win just because of... Is Frank Lampard still like the coach of Everton? I'm surprised they haven't actually fired him yet.
1: Yeah, he's still the coach. I, I didn't relegation sports. I'm not sure if they're doing, like, terribly.
0: No, but they're probably, yeah, <laughs> they're in... <laughs>
1: Yeah, you sure yeah.
0: <laughs> Were you being funny when you said that or you're joking?
1: No, 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 for real. Like I think that are there are a lot like I'm pretty sure West Ham is lower than everything on the table. Mm-hmm. The
2: nope. Everton is, high. Everton is lower. Yeah, everything is
0: eighteenth. Well, yeah, technically they are the same, same because they're on the yeah, same.
2: Yeah, come on yeah, now. if the league ended today, everything is getting really good Well the League is the ended today, is but anyway. <laughs> They Everton has lost
0: four of their five games. Low key, Chelsea has been on that run off from two. They've lost six out of their um, seven last seven games. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't see anyone calling for what's his Potter's. You know, it's Potter if wrong. Harry Potter. One,
2: two, three, four, five. Actually, Everton has lost six of their last seven games.
0: Damn. Are you
2: sure in EPL that bad eh? Yeah, they actually their last eight games they've lost
1: six drawn. Wow, yeah, Frankie, Frankie's... Frank, Southampton is last. Burnmouth that I thought was struggling, not not impressed. Like these are the ones that I thought were at the bottom. They're actually they're not even in the relegation spots. But it's going to be tight. I think it's going to yeah. be it's going to be pretty tight. I think, um, from about thirteen. All the way down to twenty, anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Like Leicester, all do the way down to Southampton. I imagine any of them. Even
0: leads. I'm actually surprised that Leeds is down there, man. Because I don't know the way I'm they surprised play. On the field. Leeds is not in the
1: relegation spots as well. For real? Yeah, because they were struggling for a while. They are also another team that you were looking at and saying, are they going to make a managerial change potentially? Is uh, what's his name? Ted Lasso. On the, the, on the hot spot, so the, the Leeds guy,
2: yeah.
0: I don't even know his name. <laughs> That's like uh, him uh, last uh,
2: something, <laughs> something match, Lodi match, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I don't know his name, Daddy. <laughs> <30. laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, um, our last game was, I guess, Everton. The game a 3 1. A couple of blunders from um, Daguerre. It's been a while since that side of Daguerre showed up and he already took mm. the head um, oh, against wow. Everton. Yeah. Kind of nervous, no? Like, at least on this, like, run we've been on, I haven't, we haven't seen those kind of clumsy, like, mistakes from Daguerre, I guess is my point. Um, thanks to Vieira, it would have been 3-2, if not for Vieira and offside. But anyways, that's the story for another day. Um, Rashi has scored in, is it six straight games? Or seven? I can't remember if it's six or seven. But anyways he's been on a, on a big run of form. Um who I will come to you Larry who's been like your standout like player in this run of ours oh, like, so
1: far. I mean the, you have to start with Rashford. I believe I believe oh, yeah. and it's too early for me to start you know doing a ring of honor but I believe <laughs> on this pod I mentioned at the start of the season that Rashford was going to be um was going to be a player for, that was going to improve immensely under um, Ten Hag this season and was going to be good. And I think he's definitely reached another level, you know. Um, yeah, I think, I think when I look at Rashford now, there's only one question in my mind. And it's, even it's, uh, if it's a question, just one in my mind. And it's, you know, Mbappe, is it time to come outside, my G? It's time it's to come time. outside. It's
2: not wait, time. It's not wait, time. Jimmy, it's what not was time. it? What was your question? Who has been United's best player? So like far? who
0: stand, who stood like yeah, like who's like who's the guy, the player that stood out like in this run for us? Mm. And he said, "Rashford." Yeah, I
1: think so called Casemiro, but for yeah. me, I think with the pressure that Rashford has faced, with the insult and the vitriol and the lack of belief. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like you yeah, Are you go
0: yo name names if you're gonna name names? Yeah, even amongst <laughs> I, mean, I don't need names, man. Name, uh, s- Sublimes, so you're just yeah. That. But you know, there are
1: a lot of people that were talking a lot of you know a lot of talk. uh MBE this, MBE that, you know, and and he's just hit another level. He's hit another form. He just hit another stride. This is the best he's played. And I think it's a different type of uh, Rashford in the sense that he's done well in the past. Like, you know, if you look at Rashford's numbers, generally, they've been good. They've been uh, pretty decent. Is that a goal? Oh, shoot. They've been pretty decent. Um, Sorry, just looking at the Barcelona Atletico at the end of the game. I I think
2: you also have to give credit to some of, we the fans that have been that have
1: stuck by Rashford for a long time. So, who's we the fans? We the fans. <laughs> who, who is we the fans? You like? Are you naming names now? When you the fans? No,
2: I think we just generalize, just in case we don't we don't want to miss someone or uh, you know not call someone there and someone feels left out. But we the fans have stuck by him, and it's just you know ripping the rewards of those the hard work that he has he has put in over time. Um, a lot of us have always had faith. In, in Rashford and um yeah you 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 they're you just so we're clear yeah. you're not one of them
1: that <laughs> so so like lots of things slide with you in this conversation already. No 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 but I, if you I, are going I, to insist on being this fraudulent Is it me or you sound then? fast? Is it just me
2: uh, Oh uh, I, I thought I thought you were sounding fast there. Um, no, uh, me, I've, I've always been one of Rashford's biggest critics, and everybody knows that. And if, if you, I don't know if you've gone through the coaching process, you find out that the people you tend to criticize the most are the people you love the most. Wow. Right? wow. Yeah. And I think so. If I don't wow. criticize you. I guess I have... you love Harry. Word. I, I even Word. Talk Harry. Huh? I don't
1: even talk about Harry. I talk about the gear. I but you know about... what? You know not you know now that i think about uh francis was one of the few people that backed harry back in the day you know he talked about that uefa he always brought up that uefa final about harry. i remember that
0: finals though when yeah. we talked when we had the preview for the finals so but it wasn't guess, wrong though we lost we lost the final
1: yeah well we didn't because wait, wait, of Harry. sorry wait what's the context Like, what were we talking about <laughs> no, what you're saying now, like about you, the people you love the most are the ones you criticize the most. So I get why you criticize Harry now. It Makes sense. So I, I actually you, never really criticize.
2: I don't even criticize Harry Maguire, but I criticize people like Rashford, Bruno Fernandez, De Gea. Like at the moment, I don't even criticize De Gea anymore because I'm do, I'm done with him. So are you but telling me I, that
1: your your love for uh, Bruno Fernandez is the reason why you? Yeah. I, yes, I like Bruno Fernandez. I like mm-hmm. Do you like Bruno more than you like Madison?
2: getting <laughs> <laughs> yes. things twisted. I like Bruno Fernandez uh, and I like what he does and what he brings to United. But, but to whom, much is given question, though. much though. is expected. I just, I just
1: asked you a simple follow-up question to that. Or, do you like the question? Do you like Bruno more than you like? Madison, I, I, I think this pod is about Manchester United,
2: so let's keep it about <laughs> Manchester United. I'm no, not in the business of you know, one of voyeurs in this in this uh, podcast. Lord. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. But I and 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 think about it. Who who else do I criticize in, in United team? You guys like you hear me talk almost every day. Anytime I explain, just the top of your head. No, no, no one really. Marshal, I used to criticize him before, but I'm done with Marshal because I know there's this is this is a cap. <laughs> Marshall can't improve. Everyone keeps saying let him gain fitness. Marshall is 27. Before he gains fitness, he's probably 29. <laughs> you know, and Marshal is done. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there that I've always been Rashad's biggest supporter and I would continue to be um, once he plays rubbish, I am going to criticize and bash him. Because mm-hmm. I expect a lot from him. Or is he ever going to be Mbappe's level? I'm fam.
1: Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe. Oh, killy, 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 killy. Yeah,
0: killy, 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 is on another level, man. <laughs> you can, there's no comparison there. But yeah, Rashford has been immense. I think recently, another thing I've also noticed with him is that he's just a little bit more karma in front of goal. Like one of the things with Rashford is he will get to that chance, but like he usually rush, rushes like the end product. And over the last few games, I think he's, you know, done a better job of actually just being being calm and knowing where he wants to put the ball and, and and scoring. And it's it's not just about him scoring, it's also the fact that his goal involvement has also like increased too as well, right? Like he's had a couple of assists. Um but for me, I would say it's um Casemiro, just because that guy as just... I don't know. Every time I just see him in that mid, middle of the park, like the way he just reads the game and anticipates like where the ball is supposed to go to and intercepts. And one thing, one of the major differences with Casemiro as um, compared to the previous guys we had, um, Scott and Fred, is the fact that almost always, his first pass is always forward, not sideways. He's always oh. looking, okay, how can I advance this play once I intercept the ball? Unlike what we had previously, where he would... They would pass the ball like sideways or backwards, which in turn like just slows everything down for us. So Casemiro to me has been like immense. I remember like in the first few games he was shaking. I was like, "Uh, I hope this we didn't just buy another lemon." (laughs) But I'll be the first to admit, like he's been like immense. Like the stats actually bear it out because he's played ten games for us, we've had seven wins and two draws and one loss. In the seven games without Casemiro, we've had four wins, um, zero draws, and three losses. But I think the the most important thing here that that I think we should look for is the goal against per sixty. When Casemiro is in, is in a game, it's zero point six goals per six, 90 minutes. When he's not there, it's two goals per ninety minutes. So that's I yeah, goal, think goals considered, right? Goals considered or goals? Yes, goals, goal's goal. considered.
1: Yeah, I think you said the one of the two things with casemiro is you almost forget that people like i've said this about our midfielders before casemiro a lot of them were chauffeurs they just uh, they just like marshal out the person that had the ball and they yeah. would try to like cut off the angle for the pass meanwhile casemiro is always anticipating where the pass is going to go and then he stops the flow and then because he's able to the ball back it means that the position is also not set, right? And so one pass, whether that's to Bruno, whether that's to Ericsson, whether that's to Rashford, that starts the counter-attack, and then that gives us numbers and and allows us to be able to move forward and be able to create chances, you know, that then lead to goals as well. So I think that's where, you know, his impact has really been felt. Um, I think Ericsson has kind of tapered off a little bit in terms of his form, I wonder what it looks like if we have a more dynamic player in that position. Not to say I'm trying to get rid of Ericsson, but competition there. You know, there needs to be somebody else that is next to Casemiro that offers a little more dynamism in terms of uh, whether it's also winning the ball forward. I think Ericsson is good at finding pockets of space and, and letting the letting possession flow. I was hoping Bruno would have develop more of an understanding at this point in the season. And maybe they still will. Like it's it's really only only been, you know, August or September, all the way till about December. And then, you know, the World Cup and then now we're back again. So we've only had like three half months of play, something like that. So there's still some improvement to be had in this team. But I agree with you guys. I think um Casemiro has has also been immense for 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 the
0: team. Yeah, I think the only player that, like, that I would say like in this run of form that it's been a little bit frustrating, or the two players would be Anthony and sometimes Bruno for the most part. Um, Which Anthony?
2: Anthony Marshall or... No. Um, Anthony the right. Anthony winger.
0: Yeah, the one-name man. Does he have a last name? I don't think he has a last name. It's just Anthony, right?
2: The, I'm up. sure he does. Yeah, I think he has a De Santos or something. His name mm-hmm.
0: name.
1: Oh. De Souza, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Anthony is like, it's he's been, he's been frustrating just because, again, personally, I just don't think he, like, maybe he hasn't tried, but he doesn't know how to beat a man. Like, he always slows down, like, the point of attack when we go on the on the right side. That's the right side. Right? Yeah, yeah, on the right side. Um, And I don't see much of an overlap with him and Dalo uh, when it comes to that right side compared to what you have with Rashi and Shaw on the other side. And maybe that will come with time you know wow. as, In- I,
1: I i was thinking about anthony and i i wonder if i think because initially i think we had a conversation about it that i was like it's not his right leg that bothers me but i I think it's the right leg the more i think about yeah, it. yeah he has no
0: right leg that's why like and defenders know he has no right leg because yeah. he always wants to come to the left and he doesn't what- actually need to beat a man like if you
1: look at the chance that rashford created where he dribbles past um is it Seamus Coleman or something for, for the cross that Conor Cody ends up uh, considering as a non-goal? Where Rashford runs at him. And that's the thing with Rashford. like, even though that's his weaker foot, he runs at him, cuts it, cuts, dribbles the guy twice, and then puts the cross in. And then they... If Anthony didn't even beat a man, but just had the threat of going down the byline, and doing something with his right leg, putting a cross in, something, then it would make his left even more potent. Because I, at the start of the season, when people didn't know what he was going to do, they could keep up with that left, like that cutting and then shots. People don't actually stop it, but now they hedge that way. Even try to pass with his right leg. So. I don't know I I think a lot of it is down to just not using that right at all and just
0: because I don't th- I don't I, I don't think he has a right leg. I think if he has a right leg he will use it. I I and I said that in a group chat like yesterday were, we're was it yesterday or 2 days ago when we were playing? cuz it's so obvious that he doesn't because I feel like if you have a right leg you will at least try to go down that that, that's flank, right? But he doesn't even try, which to me tells me he doesn't have a right leg at all.
2: No, I don't even think... yeah. I mean, the right leg and left leg thing, yes, yeah, one thing, but let's think about it. Most of the lefties on that play right wing barely mm-hmm. use their right. All they do is try and cut inside or or, or pass back. Think about Mares, think about Bernardo Silva, or they can beat you on that angle, but with their left foot and still drive inside. It, yeah, but, very okay, yeah, but with Mares, though,
0: Mares, like Mares goes sometimes uses his right because there has yeah, to be yeah, that yeah. threat. There has to be yeah, that yeah. threat that you're Yeah, his right. It,
2: it, it's, it's very, 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 very often. Not often, very, very Like the, the, the times that Mares uses his right foot is not, not a lot. And it's, it's, it's just a thing about lefties. Their right foot is really not very strong. And you can't really call a lot of lefties that have really strong, strong right foot, apart from maybe Grunwood or Dimbili. But what I think Anthony's problem is, he doesn't want to just beat a man. I don't know if it's a confidence thing or whatever. But but Francis, that's what we're saying is
1: that like, if you the right wing, if you are going to beat a man, you are going to use your right leg because except the the thing is, people know he's going to cut in with his left, so he can't beat them with his left leg anymore, right? Like if I'm cutting it. If you watch the defenders, they hedge that way already, so that if he makes that move, they are ready in, in in position where they can, they can um they can get the ball off him. So they show him to the byline, and that's where like the difference between him and say Mares is, is Mares is not that option. If you show exactly. him the byline, he's going to take it. So you don't need to have a strong left like a strong right foot necessarily. Mm-hmm. But if they're showing you, if they're telling you, go that way, go that way, then go that way. But like, there was even like a, like two moments yesterday, <laughs> was it yesterday or Friday when we played Everton, where there was a counter-attack and he wanted to pass the ball to somebody. Yeah, somebody that's what I
0: was going to talk about. And there was one that Rashford...
1: Like, yeah. There were,
0: there, there were twice, actually twice in the game, that Rashford was free on the, on the left flank. But because he doesn't have a right... Because if you think about it, if that was KDB, KDB would have just swung that ball Right to the other side, real quick. But because you know Anthony doesn't have a right leg, like he has to slow down, bring the ball to his left. By the time he does that, the defender has already come and And he always does
1: that slow down thing. It's like he'll start running with the ball, running with soon as the defender starts cutting in to like block him, he'll just like slow it down and pass to Dallow. And and the thing that pisses me off about Anthony, so okay, for me. I generally give people at least a season because I think when you come to England, it takes a while to get used to it. You need to play, and then for the next season, hopefully you have an idea of, okay, these are the areas that I fell short. And I feel, especially with someone like Ten Hag, he's probably going to tell you, these are the things you need to improve in your game. Go and, before next season, make sure you are, you are better at this and this and this. So, pisses me off about Anthony. He, and it didn't piss me off initially, but the speed... On the irrelevant showboating, like the skills that don't actually mean anything. Like, do something that means something. You won't do that, <laughs> but then you'll be, you, you be like, "Ringa ringa roses." You'll be doing like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you doing?" You know, and, and it costs so much. It's like, my guys, and ringa ringa Rosie. You know, like, ah, oh, man, come on. Like, if you're if you're actually beating a man. And then you're yeah, like doing those little things, you know. Instead, of, like a, a, a simple pass, he will try to add like a little, a, like no look or guy. These are that's, that's like that. That's not where you need the cutting edge. You know, that's the thing that pisses me off and annoys me about his game. But um,
2: yeah, I think, I think it's the when he gets the ball and he like does this third roll, and then cuts it back and passes the dalo. I'm like, what was the point of this third roll that he did? But that's the way he plays. So. Remember, like, actually, I'm less. He when he he got the ball, he, and he did there's one 360 skill. That, he that did. was like very.
0: That was that was a Jesus <laughs> 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 Actually, like yeah, like, I, I think I think we would all we would all have less issues with that if he actually had a right leg or. Try to use it right, like, because if Marius did that, like, he wouldn't fault, like, because I feel like Gulish does this all the time too, like, unnecessary skills. Gulish is one but, of those players that I feel like does unnecessary, but the difference is that Gulish actually tries to like actually be a man too.
1: Yes, you know, like it, where we need cutting edge, it's it's where we don't need it. Now, in defense of Anthony, he has actually come up with a number of goals, like he did go into everything game. He scored, you know, in a bunch yeah, of Yeah, he has games. four goals for United, yeah.
0: Isn't is this... that like more? Is that like, yeah, he has like four or five goals. Is that more than like, and one assist, I think he has one assist. That's probably like more than, again, Sancho hasn't really played a lot, of, a lot of games this season, but like, what's Sancho's tally for United so far since he's been here?
1: Yeah, he has more than four. I think he has, I'm pretty sure he has more than four. He scored like two or three goals this season
0: already. Yeah.
1: But what uh, do you guys think is happening with Sancho?
0: Uh, Yeah, that was where I was going to go next. Um, But before we do that, like, I I do think, like, right now with Anthony, like, there's nothing we can do, but maybe onto the offseason, maybe you can try and improve on his right leg. But in the meantime, how do you guys think we can try? and Again, we're not Ten Hag. Ten Hag probably knows better. But, like, how do you – one thing I've noticed is that sometimes when we're, like, in transition – Bruno tries to go to the right side, and I think that would probably work better because I think KDB does this for City too. Like KDB drifts to the right so we can take, we can swing those crosses in. I think we can utilize that better with Bruno. Like um, Anthony cuts towards the middle, and then Bruno goes towards the right, so that way Bruno can utilize that right, uh, right wing better. Better. What do you guys think? More in transition.
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think the reason why ETH plays Anthony so ETH at some point said that Anthony actually has a right leg. He said this more than once. Right? Because we very early seen on. It. Yeah, <laughs> we have we just haven't seen it for sure. But I think the the he puts Anthony there is again he's very about like left um left footed players in his team. That's the same reason why Shaw played in defense you know, for us in in those games. I mean, obviously, uh, Maguire was ill and Lindelof was ill. But even when they were fit, he still played Shaw, right? So, I think even our last game against... Ever- no, no. Who played against Everton? Was yeah, Shaw it? played in centre-back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, again. So, you know, I think he's very specific about having some of those players, like, especially left-footed players, because you don't have as many... Um, the other team doesn't have... A- deal with those with players that have a left pattern in terms of the angles they can create and stuff like that so i think even he hasn't been a threat from a chance creation standpoint i think he likes the idea of him holding the wing and and having that threat on that side because then for them to do things like double team rashford on the other side that's like with marshall as well you know Marshall creating some spaces as well. It it frees up like so. If you look at our team now versus say our team last season or even earlier in the season, you get a lot more one on ones, right? You are getting a lot more one on ones. Like when you see Rashford, he's not always having to deal with two people. At least the initial person he's dealing, he can deal with one, and then maybe somebody comes to cover stuff like that. But be- between the overlap of Shaw, between Marshall, and between Anthony. I think he gives enough spacing and that's what he's really looking for. That first goal that Anthony scored, I think that is the 10-hard goal. Where the cross comes and the winger, either on the right or the left, is at the end, is at the far post and can just kind of tap it in. Ajax used to score a lot of those type of goals, right? So I think that's kind of what he's looking for. So I agree with you. I don't think we'll see an improvement, like a huge improvement from Anthony between now and the end of the season. I really hope we do because if we can have another threat there it will really help the other thing i was looking at is you know sancho as well i thought sancho played sancho looked incredible in preseason and his preseason it wasn't just the season he was actually taking on people he was doing those one twos he was getting into spaces and then i don't know what happened something just you know something something kind of went wrong so i'm hoping that back and can't Offer some competition to Anthony on that wing, right? Like, I know he was more likely to play on but he's getting in on the left. So I think he's going to be an option on the right. And if we can at least get competition on that right wing, then may the best man win. And then hopefully we can get, you know, Garnacho and Rashford on one side, Sancho and uh, Anthony on the other side.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with what you said with um ETH wanting to the wingers so like to hold that space but i think you can still hold the space and when the ball comes to anthony because tech is um his default is to try and drift to his left anyways so you might as well drift to the left towards the middle and then maybe bruno kind of drifts towards that side so there's actually because that would also hold a defender on that side right and then it will probably give anthony more space is what i'm saying i'm not saying like we're switching both of them i'm saying yes the initial ball can go to anthony on the wing, and then because his tendency is to drift towards the center or to his left, right? And then Bruno can overlap or something. That's what I'm saying. But back to Sancho. Um, I think ETH has actually handled him well, like, you know, give him some time off the team. Um, and it's easing him back into. I just hope, I don't know where he is or how he is menti- mentally right now. But like you said, I really hope like he actually comes through because that's a lot of money that we've invested in a winger who hasn't. To me, hasn't really performed to what we expected um, when we got him. Um, Francis, do you have any thoughts on Sancho?
2: Nah, I just miss him, man, and I hope he um, re- recovers quickly from whatever it is that's happening. There's rumors here and there, but I don't, I don't know what it is, and I don't want to have to speak on it. But yeah, it sounds like ETH and and the, the staff is right behind him. They sent him to Holland to you know get himself. Back up for, to speed and for he's some back much in R&R. Yeah, he's back in Carrington now. I think in the past week or two weeks he's on his individual program or training and hopefully um he comes back. But the one thing that scares me is, you know, when ETH is talking about him, it doesn't sound confident. Today. He's not putting a timeline. So I don't I don't even know if we're even going to see him this season. So it's 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 I think we'll see him before the end of I, so? I, That's I, I quick. Have doubt I have
0: That's, doubt quick. That's a quick
1: turnaround. Yeah, because I, I before it, the end of January, and the reason why I say so is when oh. I say see him, I mean he might play, but he will be on the bench, or he might be in training with the rest of the team, right? I, oh, I think oh, if okay. you're a professional football, also watching your team, like yes, you're going through a lot of things, but there's also a pressure that you feel, where like, well. You are now in quarantine, so you're seeing these boys on a daily basis. You're talking to them, you know, like they probably know what's going on with you. They are also probably encouraging you. At some point, you probably just want to join the join the group again, even if it doesn't mean that you are going to, you know, just join the group again. Because so, he's at quarantine, so he's seeing these guys every day or, you know, presumably every day he's talking to them. So I think that atmosphere eventually will will bring him back sooner rather than later. Uh, now, whether or not he gets back into the team and is playing right away or contributing right away, I, I think we'll probably see him on the bench a lot more and then slowly easing his way back into you know, getting a 10-minute, 15-minute cameo here and there. But lots of games coming up, like a huge amount of games. We have some like five games in the next 18 days. And then in February, we are also we also have a busy schedule as long as we're not, you know, kicked out of the competitions that we're in. So um I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back soon. How well he'll play, I'm not sure. Well,
0: let's um move over to the transfer. It's January transfer window is open. Um, there's been, we've taken a couple of L's, at least uh, through the medias. I know we've been linked. Gapo, we we were linked to gone to Liverpool. Um I don't think we're going to get uh, Jude. I don't think... I don't see anything changing with... um What's his name in Barcelona? Frankie. What's his name Frankie. again? Frankie, I don't He's know what about, gen- about in general. In G- January. Okay. Well, we're not taking any L in January, have we? Well, Gapo. Where are we linked with Gapo? Uh, would you consider that an L? I'm just saying... Okay. Regardless, no, of no, our, I, I, our I get what I get.
2: What I get what you mean. I'm just asking a question on top of that. Like, uh-huh. would would you, our fans actually mad that United didn't sign Gakpo?
0: Me personally, I'm just yeah. mad because it, it looks like we're not, we're not, we're we're just gonna gear up to just let this transfer window go and not do anything. And I, I mean, think when we'll I said definitely
1: d- sign somebody.
0: Yeah, but I guess I'll get to that. Like Vercos is not somebody I'm like. He's not. That's not who. I, in my head that I, I would have guessed that like if you had I, if,
1: if you had no one of Yao Felix
0: or Regos oh is that even a question Felix one. for sure <laughs> mm,
1: but but okay so what do you think we need like maybe what do you think we
0: need for, uh, for... I think we need another like like you said like competition for Ericsson I think we also need a striker those are the two positions I think we'll need for now um the reason why I didn't mention right wing is just because, like, Sancho is still... Let's see what Sancho does for us to the end of the season, right? Or probably next... Yeah, I don't think Sancho's going anywhere soon, but uh-huh. I think those two is... I think we need, a, we need another, like, six, and we need another striker is what I think we do. So, I don't know about you guys, but that's where I think we need to improve upon going... Like, at least in this January window, if we can, get one of those two spots solidified. Because I, I, like I, I, you said, we have a lot of games and is Ericsson gonna play every single one of them? Because there's a huge drop off from Ericsson to either Fred or I've
1: actually kind of liked in his yeah,
0: experiences. It's easy, you, it's easy to like him when he's just making cameos. When you have to play and him for nineteen minutes,
1: what, the, I I think think to do
2: and and I think I think that's what we need him to do. Like we, we've already seen Ericsson there's a drop-off in, in, in Performance levels from Ericsson after like the 55th minute or the 60th minute.
0: Yeah, and I think and that's because we play him a lot too, right?
2: Even if we played Ericsson one game in, in 30 days, <laughs> so I think he'll still be the same. You think so? It's, it's, yeah, I think just the the engine is not 100% a game, right? And I, I'm not like trying to, you know, open wounds or something. But it's just the reality of things. And if, if Fred is coming in and putting in those shifts, I think from now till the end of um, the season, till we can figure out sales and whatnot of the club and whatnot, I, I, I don't know if that is a priority for us right now. But attacking wise, I think that's where the priority lies because we are thin. We just have Rashford, Marshall, Anthony, and Ganacho. Just those four. Well, I, I'm not even calling, I'm not calling Elanga because <laughs> that guy is <laughs> so. We just have those four guys, and mm-hmm. Ganacho to me is like half because that's like an 18 year old. You don't expect that guy to be starting, it should not be starting anyway. So, we have three players in Marshall, Anthony, and, and Rashford, and we have three game. I mean, um, a game every three, four days. So, the priority for me is up front, a striker. And why it is a striker is because Anthony Martial is not dependable. Not even from a performance standpoint, the guy can just break any day from now, like any time from now. Anthony can get injured, and then we're back to what we were doing, you know, pre Ronaldo when you know we're looking for who play up front and this and that. So we need to we need to get in someone. And to be fair, for getting in someone, there's the likes of. They've called Memphis Depay, they've called Al-Felix. they've called uh, the Wagos guy, and someone else that I can't remember Gapo. We missed out on Gapo, but I'm not mad at Gapo, missing out on Gapo. I never really saw Gapo as a nine, and I don't know if he can play nine. So it'll be a risk just buying him for buying sake, because if he's going to, if we're buying him to play nine where he, we, I know he cannot play, then what's the point? But then if we're buying him to play left wing,
1: I know he's not going to burn to Rashford. So why are we really Yeah, but you, you, you might have moved Rashford to number nine. I don't yeah, think Gampo was the not... was a was a need, to be honest. Yeah, but Rashford is not really we've seen
2: Rashford's strength and his strengths are not being the number nine guy.
0: You know that yeah, I mean? his strength is in the left wing.
2: Yeah. So it, 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 it our it now cuts it down to you know Again, achievable targets. Which is Felix, um, the Virgos guy, and who was the other name? That I called Memphis Depay. Memphis Depay, I see him as a similar kind of player to Anthony Marshall. And
0: is there any real need? Is he, is he, yeah, is Memphis a striker? I thought he was more of
2: a he, he, you know, it's all those wingers, combated striker yeah. kind of guys. Yeah, you know, they they want the ball to feet. They are not really going to run in behind. Um they are not your typical number nine that you know you throw it and they'll chest it and hold up play, bring people into it. Although they can do it, they have the quality, but that's not their you know bread and butter, right? And I have Felix is a nine and a half who ideally will compete with Bruno Fernandes to play that number 10 position, but can also play number nine. He's a very good player, he can link people up. Um, he has an eye for goal. yeah, but which is the way we that.
0: play right now, anyways. We, which it, is what
2: it is, I, I, it is. But yeah. what I think we need is a dirty number nine, like someone that smells a goal and will put his body in the line just to score that goal. Because right now we have a lot of.
0: I, I get what players. you are saying, though. But like, is that what ETH wants to like? You get what I'm trying to say. Like, I'll give an example now. Um, before this season, City literally had to like reinvent themselves where they play when they got Haaland right? Because that's not that wasn't typical for them. So, if you see, like, even the beginning of the season where it, it felt like they were all, all just trying to look for Haaland and then it took them a while to try and figure out okay, how to integrate Haaland into it. I'm just saying, I just don't think... is that. Do you think that's the way ETH wants to play with, like, a, a I, traditional number 9? I'm, I'm sure if
2: they're calling those guys as potential targets, then ETH has a plan for them. It's not like people are just I don't know, United,
0: game. everybody's linked with us, man. Like that
1: that's yeah, just but, the truth but of the matter. last he's played with different types of striker, right? Like if you look at I he played with uh, Sebastian Haller. Would yeah, would guy is more similar to Haller than similar to Marshall, right? Um I also saw some stats on how Hall- on the Vegas guy where they said last season, I think it was last season when he was at Burnley in the Premier League, he was the most presses per ninety minutes in the league. You True. Know? So, I I I don't think that the um, and obviously we have we have a history of now signing players either from the Dutch league or that are Dutch. So I think you know I don't think it's it's um as random as it might appear in terms of our interest in him. Um, I think what yeah, Felix offers us. Is somebody that you can play across multiple positions in the front? I don't see Yao Felix playing for us as a number nine. If I'm being honest, like I don't think he has the frame for it. Um, I think you are more likely to play Bruno as a false nine and then play Yao
0: Felix next to Bruno. Or I like, honestly, I don't even want to see that formation. Like we suck every we suck every time we try that formation.
1: Or like maybe play him on the right instead of Anthony, that type of thing, right? Where what you were talking about with Bruno, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: instead of you know a true, you know winger that will hold that position, you have somebody that can almost act like as a number ten. So the way we, the way Bruno plays when he's in that position, you could have your Felix almost play that way. Or you could play Bruno on the right and play Felix as a ten. There are things you can do that way that would make sense. Um, but when we talk about like a, as a number nine, um, I, I don't know who who else we are going to get. But I, I agree with Francis. I think we need to get somebody that is a number nine. Whether or not they are a pure goal scorer, they're going to score, you know, ten goals worse or whatever. Just somebody that is going to be up front and is going to be a backup or at least give Martial a run for his money. Because I cannot put, I don't think you can put your trust in Marshall. There's a reason why Martial only plays like 50, 60 minutes and he's out. And even in those 50, 60 minutes, you know, ETH has really pretty contributions, but it feels like when he would come on at the sub and play for 30 minutes, we would see more from him than we are seeing in the, you know, when he starts the game and plays like 60 minutes. So, I definitely think we need somebody that is pushing Marshall and can, you know, be a number nine, not just somebody that can play in the in the front front positions. But I don't think we're going to sign anybody permanently. So we are only looking at loan options for this transfer window.
0: No, I, I definitely agree. Um is there any other person that we want to talk about in terms of Actually I'd even ask you like do you agree that attacking is uh, Landry is where we need to focus on this transfer window or do you think Yeah I think so I a fo- Yeah I think we have too
1: many players in like midfield I I suspect that Comsomat leave, probably go to Newcastle mm. he might hold out you know he might fight it but if we get solid midfield which is a big if so there are a lot of um, things in flux with us, right? Um, I still believe that unite for the end of the season. Like I'm saying, by April May, I think we'll have new buyers in place that everybody knows. Okay, these are the people that are next up, and the type of owners that we get. If we get like an owner like the one that Chelsea has, that is just spending this money anyhow, I think Premier League is in trouble, and I think people like Scott. Are going to have mm, to pay and go to. I don't customer. know.
0: I don't know if we want that though. Like he's spending money, but he's not. He appointed himself as football director. You know that, right? Yeah, but no. I don't mean, have... Like we have money. Someone available.
1: like him. I'm just saying somebody that can actually afford. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause, yeah. 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 Not not
0: somebody that is taking the reins. Because to he me, like have... he's spending. He has the money, but he's spending a reckless though. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't see. Hundred percent.
1: Like, I think. I think the way they are spending money doesn't mix.
0: Yeah, but like, he's not. He has a... Yeah, so you go. No, I was gonna say yes. Like, so uh, just to clarify that what you were saying. So that's why I interrupted because I I want someone who can afford it, but someone with sense, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I think ETH has a clear a clear sense of who he wants. I I think if we actually sign a new, if we get new owners, I I think people like um Darren Fletcher. What's the other guy's name? Um, the director of football or the what technical. Oh, John, director, like, John
2: Marta or whatever.
1: Marta, I think those guys are in trouble. I don't know. I think because they will find it very hard to justify their position because they are not the best at what they do necessarily. But I think when you have someone like ETH, he has a very clear sense, especially after his first season, he's going to have a very clear sense of who he wants or the proof player that he's looking for. And and I don't know that money is going to be the issue, but I think if you have new owners that are showing that serious, then it re it, it re um, energizes the team. Like it presents United to players in a new way. So when players are like, oh, you know, they finished top four, they have ETH, and they look like they have new owners that are going to spend money. Okay, I can sign up for for that project. So I think you look at people like Kaisedo, Moise, Moises Moises depending on what Brighton is saying. You guys know, I think I sent this in the group that Moises Kaisedo makes less than 4000 pounds a week.
2: No, it's, it's 8000 pounds. Yeah, but yeah. it makes it, is it, very it? it's not
1: it. It's not it. There was yeah, nobody so. on that list that I sent that was up to 8. The highest was 5 and it wasn't Moises Caicedo. Oh really? Yeah, like oh, I don't know if you saw the video. There was the video I sent. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah, it, it was, it was the
2: video. I was I was, uh, I yeah, was it's not it.
1: it for sure. It, it's like four or three, hundred percent. And this is somebody that Brighton is saying you can't sign. Like forty million won't even pay for his boots. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um. But there are certain players that I think we'll go for. I just don't think we can afford. Because we have the glazers and they are not trying to spend any money before before they leave. So I think loan and that loan is probably going to add up to the Ronaldo money that they, they had. So that fifteen million that Ronaldo was making or whatever it is that he was making the rest of the season, that's what they're going to use to sign a couple of loan players and then
2: Isn't there a, a rule that you can only have a maximum of two
1: players on loan in your
2: team? Oh, oh, That rule doesn't exist. I thought I read that somewhere.
1: Yeah, so I think that's what I'm saying. Though, like, I think we'll probably end up signing about two at most two loan yeah, players. Yeah, we already
0: have one loan player. Isn't Jack? whatever his name? Botland. Oh, yeah, the land. Land.
1: You have Botland. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that rule. Like, I don't know. If yeah, I'm, I might. Be, I might uh, be wrong. But I thought I'd read that somewhere. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's. I'm, I'm, I'm. Sorry. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm actually. You know, I've been seeing a, a bunch of quotes about. ETH and ETH just something he said yesterday that Un- United has signed a surprising amount of players over the past X amount of years that have you know that have been Trans, useless essentially especially. yeah, yeah that for him to come
1: out and say that like he and he said that things. you have to look at the character of the player not just sign a player that like the just the pressure of playing for United is very heavy. And so you can't just sign anybody. You also have to sign characters that can live up to that pressure. And I think if you look at, you know, obviously Anthony is still, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, Anthony is yeah. not a good, he's not that a good. The only thing Anthony <laughs> has is character. From a
0: character standpoint,
1: he, I was he has character. That,
0: you know. Yeah, he has character, but you yeah. need more than character, man. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I,
2: At least the character part we've it. I think the skill part, well, well, I hope that part will come over time. And yeah. it's not like Anthony is a bad player. I just think because of the price tag, Anthony does a good job at
0: holding. I think team. even like, if, he, I think he, if I think if I think even. I think even if Anthony was 50 million, uh, whatever, less, like you would still say like he wasn't doing enough on that ring. So I don't think it has anything to do with the, the money.
2: No, not, not really. Not really. I think really? They, if they assigned Anthony for a less amount of money, like 30 million or whatever, I would say, oh, he's doing a good job because what's the yeah, doing. 100%, the
1: I agree. He's
2: holding, he's holding... Yeah, Anthony, he's number one, barely loses possession of the ball, but he doesn't provide a lot attacking-wise. Like he holds the, the, the possession... He stretches the game because he's always hugging the touchline. But for eighty million or X amount of money above, you should be doing more than that. If not, we could have gotten a—I a, okay. mean, Elanga cannot even hold ball. But we yeah, could have gotten but, someone else to do but that. But that's the right? thing. 80, is like,
0: eighty million. The price tag wasn't Anthony's fault. That's what we paid for him. Is so. That, I guess that's my point. Like I'm—I'm I'm yeah. never for the most part. But I'm not the reality, at, the yeah, but, but
1: though. Just, when you look at Maguire, for example, part of the reason, like Maguire's. If we sign Maguire for 40 million, we are not as upset as Maguire. You know what I mean? like Yeah, but Maguire tag... was,
0: isn't good enough to start for us, regardless of his price tag, I guess is my point.
1: So when you sign Lindelof for 30, 40 million, yeah, nobody talks the about, about whether or not he's good enough to start for us.
0: It's different because it's so easy. But to he doesn't really there. start for us like that. He only starts when other people are not. I guess, I guess anyways, I think what, yeah, he doesn't really start for us. So I, I just think. I understand what you guys are saying about the price tag, but most of this price tag for these people, I feel like it was even our own doing because we came in last minute. We could have gotten him cheaper.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that the eyes is sure. on you because we yeah. paid that money. So now we're looking at, okay, what can what can you really do? You get me? So it's not your fault, but subconsciously, it's just, it's, it's what, it's reality. It just has to happen. They pay that money for you, and we just have to look. So, again, um, yeah, Larry, you were saying ETH has not gotten signings wrong. I think Anthony is maybe one that is a little bit of a question mark there, but it's early, early, early beginnings. Like it's, it's just three months. Casimiro, he has been a plus. Christian Eriksen, you know, a B plus, A minus. I think he has been good, um, just up until you know. 60th minute, 65 minutes. you can see. You know, he's a, a little bit of a liability defensively. Um, Malasia, I think he's very good cover for, for Luxor. I think Luxor is, you know, be, better than him. But he's young, he's tenacious. I think over time, like, he has a lot of potential, a lot of room to go. And then Martinez, like, you know, there's, there's a World Cup winner man. Like, there's not, not nothing to talk about there. So he has not gotten signings wrong which gives me a little bit more a lot of confidence with you know giving him money and letting him just cook but you know a lot if if he's if he's actually going to buy the whole Dutch team and bring them to England uh, then we have to start asking questions sir
0: let's wrap this segment up brother. um I think it was Francis that posted it I don't know if it's true or not but in (laughs) the (laughs) the, um, hypothetical what do you guys think about us capping our salary uh how much players can make?
1: It's not possible. <laughs> yeah, we we'll would lose our players now. Yeah, it said two hundred thousand. Rashford is on higher than two hundred thousand, and he's playing Sancho the game that he's about to play. Huh? What you say? And I said Sancho is as well. Like... Sancho is as well, but what I'm saying is like Rashford is about to sign a new contract. You cannot put two hundred thousand well, in front of. Okay,
0: Rashford. let's remove the two hundred. Let's just say like we have a number that we're going to cap it at. The idea of capping, I guess, is my point. Not like where we are at right now as compared to where we might be. Like, what do you think about the idea of it? it I, makes sense. A lot of uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Larry. No, no, you go, you go. I think a lot of clubs have, 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 have yeah, like a lot part. of clubs do like, that. I guess, Liverpool, is my point.
2: Liverpool, um, do it. I think, with the exception of Salah that just got um the recent contract, I think it was 500. Was it not 500? He got no, I think maybe 350 or something like that. Um, oh, I thought he was asking the for 500. I think City do it to an extent, um, with maybe De Bruyne being the highest paid. It's very possible. Holland. Yeah, maybe Haaland as well. It's very possible, but I think for United to do that, it will take a lot of restarting everyone's contract. And if you've already given them this amount that is more than what they are trying to cap it at, it's very tough to take their money down, especially when they continue to perform well. If they are underperforming and is not a and the club was going in the right direction and what and yeah, you can see that the player's fall, then yes, you have leverage. But if the players are actually playing well and then you have other clubs that are circling around for them and the amount that they used to make was more than that before, uh it's it's tough now. It's tough. Yeah. You'd have to start start all over again.
0: Like no, players, I, again, the... I think I, I get I, I get what but you guys no. are saying, but, but I think you guys are looking at what we are right now. Okay, let's just say like our cap is like three fifty. Like I, I think the idea is not just where are we at right now. Like let's just say we put a cap that's higher than everybody is making right now. What do you guys? I guess what, what the idea of the cap is what I'm saying, not like what is actually yeah. making. Yeah, so going I think make.
1: when you're a team like United, the cap is very hard because the players that you are shopping, players that you have in your team, presumably, are playing other teams want it's like madrid can't really have it barcelona can't have a cap right like teams like bayern can teams like liverpool can because liverpool is usually bargain hunting right liverpool doesn't go for players that other teams are chasing after generally speaking right like if you look at most of their team when they signed Thiago, there wasn't a lot of competition when they signed uh nunes there wasn't a lot of competition they act fast they act swift and the target players that are not at a level where they can ask for a ridiculous amount. So Nunes is leaving Benfica; he's probably making like twenty thousand a week. So if Liverpool puts a hundred and twenty in front of him, that's what he was making before. He has no problem signing that, and then he can prove himself and get a better contract, right? So United is a little different because I think the profile of player that we have now it's easier to control. I think that the advantage that the the thing that we can change is why we renew. So previously we renewed contracts to keep the value of the player, so that the books look attractive. Was doing that's why Phil Jones still has a contract. That's why Chris Smalling and all these other players that were not doing anything still had huge contracts. It's because it wasn't about whether or not they were playing well. It was just about making sure that you retained a number value for that yeah. that you can put on the books and you can make it look good from an accounting standpoint. So I think if that changes, then players are going to need to earn a lot more, right? And so what ends up happening in terms of a cap is someone like Rashford, you are not going to cap his number because if Madrid comes and says, hey, well, if you're a free agent, we're willing to give you $500,000 a week. PSG comes says, we're going to give you then United either has to sell him or at least give him something similar to what they're offering. But there are not going to be many Rashfords for the team, especially when ETH gets his print on the team. Because the difference between City, for example, and Liverpool and United, that a lot of those players are system players, right? If you take out um, Grealish or Foden, Foden is even an example, putting almost any other team in the top four, top six, like look at Sterling in Chelsea, he's going to look very average. Or oh, sorry, maybe not very average. He's going to look more average than he does in the City team. So they understand that their value is maximized in the team that they are in. And so the amount that they will demand is going to be in what he's willing to pay. Because if they go somewhere else, they are probably not going to enjoy it as much. So if you're in a team that is winning... In a system that highlights your your skills and your talents, then it's easier to say, okay, we are not going to overpay because now that he doesn't have as much leverage, and other players that also also have the incentive to come into your team. So if City sells Grillish tomorrow, they know they are going to find someone. They sold Ferran Torres, they bought someone else. You know, they can sign, they can sell Foden and buy someone else, right? They sold. Um, 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 Jesus bought Alvarez, bought Haaland. If Haaland leaves, Alvarez will fit in. They will probably buy another striker. So, the profile of player that you are looking for is in the market and is readily available for a cheaper price. So, the leverage for the players that you currently have is going to be reduced. And so, that happens over time. So, I think they can do it over time. But to Francis's point, you have to first deal with the current crop of contracts that you have and then you begin, you know, develop your team and win things, then you can start making demands of of the players that you have.
0: Okay. Um, I don't think there's any more ground we can cover on that. We'll see what happens. Um, our next match, the Carabao Cup, is on Tuesday against Charlton. Um... I predict a win. I, there's nothing else I can predict at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a roll. <laughs> I do think there are going to be a couple of changes uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the, the players that start. But other than that, I've never seen... I haven't watched any charting game. Tricky. Gond- It'll
2: be a tricky game.
0: It is? Yeah. It, okay. Tricky. I, yeah,
1: I, I, ch- ch- is a very, a very good team. Are they well, like top five in championships?
2: They're
0: number one. I thought Burnley. I thought uh Burnley was number one.
2: Oh, you got me.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm confused. <laughs> but you just making shit up. <laughs>
2: this crazy. 2023 is your year. The cat the cat's out of the bag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways, no,
2: um no, um I, I don't I don't know what position they are, but I've been like reading things about them like they play very they play well I've not watched
0: them to be honest they said I was going to say they said the same thing about Burnley you know talking about Burnley the, Burnley game, yeah, yeah. the Burnley, Burnley game was a tough game
2: though yeah the Burnley game was not I mean when there was one no I'm not, right. saying,
0: I'm not saying they play, I, I'm not saying that they played bad I'm just saying we won like we won to me I feel like we won that game comfortably I don't think it was a,
2: not really it was 1-0
0: was it 1-0 yeah eh, I don't know it was only I, a, I, I, I don't remember any Burnley big chances from, I guess is what I'm trying to say but do do you guys remember any like big saves from Dagia?
1: I, I can't remember the game today. That one save. Yeah, I but think anyways, that the game and play center, but yeah, that's the game, yeah. you're right? Yeah, that's the yeah. game. Yeah. But I, do you can, guys know remember. that in cup competitions, so between FA Cup and Carling Cup, we have something like seven, or I think seven, maybe now it's eight because we just got drawn with Redding. I think we have either seven or eight straight home uh, fixtures, mm. which is like a cup competitions where it can be ho- either home or away. We've had mm. eight home fixtures assigned to us. That's good now. Uh, that's obviously a very good thing. Yeah, because I think even this type of Charlton game away, Charlton game away, is, 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 it starts getting tricky. I don't like seeing United play with Reading, some of these other teams. You know, if it's not a stadium... Is a-
0: uh, Charlton away or home? home. At home. All of yeah, them are home, home, yeah. So Charlton Actually, is at home,
1: yeah. Reading is also
0: at home. Wow. City is at home, but asna is away. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, um, let's talk about who we see playing, because like we talked about, there might be a couple of changes. I'll go first. Um, I don't Um think uh, lad is uh, ready to start, so I see Dagia and go... Um, Dalo, just because I don't think he's played many games since he came back. Dalo, I'll go... Whew. I'll go Maguire and Martinez. I think you can give Varane a rest. Martinez Martinez had a cameo in the last game, right?
1: Yeah, he came on uh-huh. late.
0: Yeah. And I'll go Malasia. Uh, in mid, hmm, I don't think he's going to drop Casemiro. I think Casemiro will come in and play it and then get subbed off. Casemiro, Scott... Bruno, Ganacho, Marshall, and who plays that ring for us? I'll go Ilanga. Francis? Um,
2: I think, yeah, I think the gang go. Um, Juan Bissaka and right back. Maguire, and I think Maguire and Lindelof Stark. And then Lindelof goes for um, Martinez, Martinez after first half. Or the other way around. about i stick with Lindelof starting. And then Malassia and left back. In midfield, I think Scott McTominay, Fred, and Bruno Fernandez start. Very unfortunate that we've lost Van der Beekai. With that injury, I think he's probably gone for it. That,
0: that could have been worse, man. Three, 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 three four three, months. He yeah, almost broke like, his leg the way it looked. I think it's done.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the sad part, I mean, apart from the injuries, we'll have been looking to maybe sell him January or something. So it just prolongs it. But it I don't think we will
1: sold him January, That window period. Yeah, you never really know, Sha. Because like, I as, a, a as a coach, you're not going to get anybody in for him, right? So, I mean, the... even now that he's in, is he in for anything?
2: Anyways. Uh, um, Scott Matomine, Fred, <laughs> Bruno Fernandes up front, which is the tricky part. I think Ganacho, Anthony Marshall, and Elanga. Oh, good, good. And Elanga. Just, just say that
0: and get it over with.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think and Elanga start, and then we would make some subs. Just because, you know, four days from then we have sixty and then Crystal Palace it. So it's a little bit of load management and, and game management here. But yeah, that, that's my prediction.
0: Oh Maestro.
1: With a good De Gea and goal. I'm going to go Maguire Martinez, uh Wambasaka, um Garcia. Actually no Dalo. Dalo's just come back from injury. Um, hmm. no, wan basaka, I'm going to go Wambasaka, uh, Wan-Bisaka and then Malasia in midfield. I'm going to go Scott and Fred with Bruno yeah. Fernandez in attack. I'm going to go uh, Ganacho, Bruno Fernandez, and Anthony. Uh, uh, you called Bruno Fernandes already in midfield, sorry. Um, uh, Ganacho, oh, uh, okay. K- which it's Anthony? Called... Anthony Elanga Anthony? <laughs> no, Anthony, the Brazilian Anthony.
0: <laughs> Anthony!
1: <laughs> him that he needs to, you know, pick up his confidence. I mean, he, he seems pretty confident already, but just do something, <laughs> like, have some more responsibility. I, I was cool, like, I don't think cool, like, cool he can cool. be
0: any more confident than he is right now. <laughs> I, think he's
2: more confident. I think he's the kind of guy that asks for extra in exams. <laughs>
0: um I'll go to score line. Um I'll go 3-1 United. Francis. Um 2-0. Maestro.
1: Um shit I actually forgot about the prediction section. Uh 3-1, one, this one went 2-0. golly man. Best one of the year, right? I'll go three zero. Why not?
0: And there you have it. We will be back next week to give you a recap of what happened during the Carrival Cup. Until then, thank you for listening. Please give us a follow on socials at what we will heard you do on Twitter and Instagram. Also, rate and review us. Five stars only. Anything less than five stars? Keep it to yourself. You all know the vibe. Thank you.